out there. My name is Emily Parker, and I'm a principal at Barry Dunn uh, in our not-for-profit practice group. I'm delighted today to be joined by uh, Katie Belukas and Joe Byrne. Katie, Joe, why don't you introduce yourselves? Yes, thank you, Emily. So I'm Katie Belukas. I'm a senior manager, and I work exclusively with not-for-profit and governmental organizations, and I provide a variety of auditing, accounting, and consulting services. Joe? Hi, everyone. Joe Burns, Senior Tax Manager in our nonprofit tax group here at Barry Dunn. I'm happy to be back with Emily and uh, Katie again. Great. Thanks to you both. And as I mentioned, I'm Emily Parker, Principal at Barry Dunn. I spend my time working on auditing and consulting with not-for-profits. Today, we're pretty delighted to be talking with you about gift cards. Joe, what have you been hearing this year about gift cards? Well, first of all, guys, we've made it. It's the holiday season. This is always a fun time of year. You feel that chill in the air. You can smell that hot cocoa on the stove. I don't know what it's just this time of year with the holiday season and giving. We just tend to see an uptick. We just had Giving Tuesday recently. We we, we begin to get a lot of questions and see an uptick in charitable giving. And one topic that comes up all the time, pretty much year-round, but especially this time of year, gift cards. So we get this question in a variety of ways. Um, You'll have an organization that gives gift cards to their employees is more the classic example. We're going to give out holiday gifts to all our employees in the form of a gift card. Is there any taxable implication to that? Unfortunately, and I hate to be the Ebenezer Scrooge here, but the, the short answer is yes. Uh, whenever an employer gives a gift card to an employee, it is considered to be cash. And cash is considered to be taxable compensation to that employee. The real downside to this is that it doesn't matter how much the gift card is for. Even a $5 gift card, and I know I sound very grinchy right now, but a $5 gift card from the employer to the employee is technically $5 of taxable income and compensation to that employee. Um, This extends to gift certificates because I've heard that variety on it as well. I got somebody a $20 gift certificate to the salon. Um, That is the same answer. It is taxable income to that employee. Um, so hate to be the bearer of bad news there, but that's just the general rule that the IRS follows. Um, again, a kind of a, a take on that question is, well, is the IRS going to catch something like that? Will we be audited for something like that? I have not myself personally ever seen an organization be audited specifically for gift cards, but I do have a war story that I will share which is, um, and it wasn't one of our clients, but we I've heard a story of an organization, they were under audit for something else. This is back in the days when an IRS agent used to go out to the field and they were walking, you know, taking a break or whatever they were doing, but they were walking through a hallway and they walked by a cubicle where somebody had a pile of gift cards on their desk and the IRS agent just simply asked, oh, what are those for? And of course, the person said, oh, yes, this is our holiday gifts for our employees. So very quickly, the IRS auditor added a payroll audit to the existing uh, investigation. So um, it can happen. Um, the IRS's flat position on this is gift cards are taxable no matter. So, Joe, are there any instances where an employee could or an employer could get an, give an employee a gift? 
that is considered non-taxable. I know gift cards, yes, anything with a cash value does have to be um, considered taxable, but are there any workarounds that we can advise our clients to ease the administrative burden of taxable gifts? So that is the magic question. That's usually the follow-up after I rain on the parade that gift cards are taxable as well, then what can I do, right? So um, Publication 15B is a very good source of information for a lot of these employer tax issues and benefits. And within Publication 15B, it talks about de minimis non-cash gifts. So the answer is yes, there are things that you can give to your employees as a token of gratitude. Those items must be non-cash. They cannot have a cash value or be a cash or cash equivalent as we've already discussed. So some examples that are given within publication 15B are sort of the classic examples you probably are more familiar with. A gift basket to your employee around the holidays, flowers, candy, um, even occasional tickets to a sporting event or to a concert are permissible under publication 15B as a de minimis gift, which would not be subject to tax. Um, the, the, the unfortunate thing here is there's no bright line test because always the next question is, well, how much can it be? What can the value be? There is some language in, on the IRS's website that says that, you know, so long as the value of a de minimis gift is less than $100 in a given calendar year, that would qualify as a de minimis benefit. So when we're talking about sporting events specifically, obviously tickets to a local sporting event would probably be okay. Tickets to the Super Bowl, probably not going to be okay. And, you know, the, the other rule here is if the value of the de minimis gift is over that, in this case, $100, then the entire value is taxable as compensation, not just the amount over $100. Joe, what about for our social service clients, for example, that might be giving gift cards to some of their participants, their needy families, things like that? Where does that fall for taxability? So we actually just got that question this week or a variety on that same question. So it's a nonprofit organization. They're receiving donations of gift cards from the general public. Uh, the, the, the hope or the wish is that those gift cards can be handed out to, you know, needy individuals uh, that are represented under the charitable class represented by the organization and their mission. Generally, that's going to be fine. Um, you know, these are these are folks that are not working for you. So these are not employees. These are not independent contractors. So they're not being paid with gift cards where these are donations that we're handing out to to individuals that are in need, that is generally going to be acceptable. Um, it is a good idea to have documentation should that ever be questioned. Um, and the other thing that I will say, and I, 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 will, I will say tread lightly here, but it is possible that you could have an employee who is part of that class that might receive something. So for example, if there was some level of a disaster relief and, you know, they, they were handed a gift card because, you know, th their house burned down or something to that effect, there is a potential that that is not treated as taxable compensation to an employee if they're being given something. But again, I would I would be careful there and make sure you have your ducks in a row before doing something like that. That's really helpful. Thank you. Katie, what about the accounting and record keeping requirements for gifts as they relate to uh, just the accounting systems, not the taxability per se? 
Yes, thank you for asking this question, Emily. We certainly handle this question a lot from our clients in terms of how do they handle gift cards that were purchased by the organization that were donated to the organization. Um, and really, as Joe mentioned, these are allowable and they can be allowable under federal funding, but there are a few things to keep in mind. Um, the first is just making sure that there's true tracking of the gift cards. This would be an inventory of what gift cards the organization has, the balances for each, if there is the intended population for the gift cards to go to. Um, and this tracking would include both those gift cards purchased by the organization, as well as those that have been donated to the organization from other individuals. Um, the other best practice would be just to make sure that there's some type of sign out or acknowledgement process for when the gift cards are given out to an employee as maybe a holiday bonus, having some type of acknowledgement the employee signs off saying that they actually received the gift card. Um, the same would go for any type of program participant. So if you had a needy family that was receiving a gift card, to have an acknowledgement form that they sign off that they truly did receive that gift card. And then the last really best practice to keep in mind would be making sure that there's a true policy for gift cards. Um, this would include all of the steps for whether the organization accepts donated gift cards all the way through to how they're inventorying and then how they're tracking the distribution of those gift cards. Katie, those are great points around the internal control. The auditor in me is really keen on some of those things you mentioned around uh, record keeping and formal policy, things like that. Can you talk to the federal funding requirements related to gift cards? Yes, and these can be allowable under federal funding, but not in all instances. So under federal funding, gifts are never allowed. So that's one thing as we're talking really about holiday gifts. Gifts to employees are never allowed under federal funding, but gift cards to program participants. So if you have a federal grant that um, does specifically allow for gift cards to be provided to participants, that is an allowable use in order to be able to pass a gift card on to a needy family, whether it be some form of rental assistance, assistance with purchasing groceries, um, heating, whatnot. Those are all allowable uses, but just making sure that you have that documentation for tracking the gift cards and then tracking to make sure that there's an acknowledgement that they did indeed go to the eligible participant under the program. Um, that's really the biggest thing to keep in mind for federal funding and just being aware that not every grant does allow for gift cards. It's not a one size fits all. So really making sure that you're understanding your specific funding source as to whether that's allowed, as well as just keeping in mind that gifts are not allowable under federal grants. Great. Thank you. So I think today we've we've talked a lot about, you know, how to have the taxability in mind when you're giving gift cards, how to be aware of the funding source, things like that. And I think we found some great opportunities for organizations to provide gifts to their employees in a way that meets the all of the requirements. When we think about heading into the end of the year, Joe, what are some other tax thoughts that you might have, you know, above and beyond gift cards? Usually around this time of year as well, we always ask our nonprofit organizations to just take an extra look at their donor acknowledgement letters and make sure that those are up to snuff. And again, I'm referring to sort of the quote unquote, the thank you letters that you get when you make a donation to an organization. Publication 1771, so this is two publications mentioned today, 1771 is a nine-page read. It is very straightforward, pretty basic. Uh, you know, there are some very, you know, general basic elements that a donor acknowledgement letter is required to have. 
that magic language of no goods or services were received in exchange for your donation is required, if true. Obviously, if there were goods or services received in exchange for, the value of those should be disclosed in your donor acknowledgement letter. So, you know, the classic example, if I, if I pay $100 and I get a ticket, a sporting event ticket worth $40, that needs to be mentioned that I received something of value. Um, the general rule with those donor acknowledgement letters is that any donation over of $250 or more automatically should get a letter. And in that case that I just talked about where there's goods or services involved, it would be any payment of uh, more than $75. So if somebody paid, a like in, again, in that example, $100 and got something in exchange for, a donor acknowledgement letter is required. One other thing I'll mention on donor acknowledgement letters, which I know we preach it to our clients, but where I have a, the podcast here to broadcast this, the value of any non-cash gift should not be disclosed in your donor acknowledgement letter. So if someone makes a donation of stock to the nonprofit organization, your donor acknowledgement letter should thank them for X shares of stock. It should not go on and say valued at X. Any sort, and that would go for any non-cash gift. If it's cash, which would include a gift card again, you can mention that value in your letter, but anything that is non-cash, you should not be mentioning a value back to the donor in that acknowledgement letter. Um, and then the last thing that I always like to touch on at the end of the year here is 1099 reporting. Uh, 1099s are, you know, again, always in play. If we pay anybody uh, an independent contractor $600 or more during the calendar year, we have to potentially issue a 1099. Uh, make sure that you're issuing a 1099 NEC. NEC stands for non-employee compensation versus the 1099 miscellaneous, which is what the old form used to be. Um, make sure you're getting those form W-9s back from your vendors or your independent contractors so you know how to adequately report to them. Corporation, for example, typically does not need to receive a 1099. The Form W-9 should be able to point that out to you if you collect that from your vendors. And lastly, again, not to be too grinchy, but if you do not receive a tax ID number or a W-9 back from your vendor, automatic required tax withholding is necessary and mandatory to do. That's great information. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Katie. I'm already looking forward to our next conversation. And thank you for tuning in today.